And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Saturday, March 4th, the day after the Celtics collapsed against the Brooklyn Nets. Um, but bef- before we get to that pain, I don't I don't really feel like diving into that too quickly. You gotta ease into uh, it. You need yeah. you can't just go right in, you know. <laughs> gotta <laughs> ease into it. Uh, I have one thing I wanted to start with just go briefly. Ahead. Um then I just saw it before we started recording. It is Celtics related, so it may, it makes mm-hmm. sense. But let, let me let me share screen real quick here. Uh, if you're watching on or excuse me, if you're listening on audio platforms, I'm going to tell you to subscribe to the YouTube channel immediately. We'll, we'll start right off rip in the first minute of the show. Subscribe to How About Them Celtics. We're already hoarding ourselves really out. All right, it. fine. Looking to get yourself uh, tickets to a Celtics <laughs> game or other event? Use promo code HBTC for SeatGeek to save $20 on your first purchase. Be yeah. like Lewis. He did it. Went to see a cool game in Philly. HBTC on SeatGeek. All right. Be like fun. Lewis. But anyways, I saw this tweet before we hopped on, and I thought you'd appreciate it. Uh, Showtime I Basketball. Showtime Basketball tweeted out, who is the third best player in a potential Bucks celtics Eastern Conference Finals? And then it's a picture of Marcus Smart, Drew Holiday, and Jalen Brown. Uh, and the comments are all, are, are you serious? <laughs> is is this? A yeah, that, that's a strange one. <laughs> like, what do we do? I, I think most Bucks fans would probably admit that Jalen Brown is the sec- is the third best player in a celtics Bucks series. Like, yeah, like it used I, to be <laughs> Giannis and Tatum is the top yeah. level. Brown and Middleton is the second level, then Holiday and Smart. Yeah. Now, now I, they're I, trying to make that not the case. If I had to rank it right now, I'd probably go Giannis, Tatum, Jalen, Drew, and then the rest on like a similar level of Middleton, you know, Smart, Brogdon, Derek White, throw yeah. Bobby Portis if you really want to. And that's just because Middleton struggled a lot this season. But like asking who the third best player is and then throwing Smart, Holiday, and Brown up there is like, I mean, I, this isn't a knock on Holiday. He's an all-star, but like, come on, what, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I agree. Kind of nuts. Unique tweet from Showtime Basketball. Showtime Basketball, by the way, who put out an excellent KG episode. It is two parts. The first part is out now. So after you're done with us, don't don't leave yet. Go go check it out. Him and Paul Pierce go to the Hour Back Center and hang out with the fellas. I need to watch that. I need to watch that. I I thought it was excellent. Uh, Speaking of watching things, today is Saturday, March 4th. You will hear this on Sunday, so you already know the results. But I guess UFC is having some big fight tonight. Uh, John Jones and whatever Mm. illegal stuff he's done forever (laughs) is now clear to fight. Sure. And all my friends really care about it. I don't care about it. And I truly don't understand, like, professional fighting. Like, I don't even think it's that exciting to watch. See, I like I like UFC. I'm a fan. I, I'm like not like it? well, not like a fan is in the sense like I follow it, but like every once in a while I'll go through a phase of like I'll just watch Dana White's contender series, even though Dana White's a pretty scumbag person. But I, I'll watch fan, like so you keep you 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 calm down. <laughs> don't don't tell me to calm down with what he's done. Uh, I don't. I mean, <laughs> in fairness to me, I I'm really not paying attention that much. So a uh, video take came out what of I years. say with a grain of salt. Yeah, we'll give Sam a, a chance to retract his statement after I tell him that Dana White video came out of him slapping his wife at the club uh, New Year's. So maybe a you want to retract. He's out at the club with his wife. Oh, oh just... I thought you said with a club. No, no, at a club. He was out oh at God. a club with his wife. Just slapped her. He, she like. I, well, just, not the not the no. best optics. No, no, not good. Not, anyways, not what you would want to uh, not... portray. <laughs> No, but no. Anyways, anyways, my point is I do enjoy watching UFC fights from time to time. I, I think it's entertaining. 
I don't get so, it. I don't get it. And my favorite thing about watching the UFC is like they kick the crap out of each other for up to 25 minutes and then they like hug. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know how like mad I would have to be at somebody to want to fight them? And then like, yeah, yeah. Like just hug them after. Like, I get like that's the whole thing with guys is like, oh, instead of like talking shit behind their back like women do, we fight it out and then which we is settle dumb. our differences, <laughs> which is and, dumb. And like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, then we shake hands and we're cool after. But like I watch this and I'm like I don't get this like like my friends are really into it and I I don't get it like I feel like left out not left out because I really don't care that much but like I'm almost like I I see them enjoying it and like I get like kind of annoyed I'm like all right shut like up FOMO so you're missing no out no not time. FOMO it's no? just like shut up this is stupid like you shouldn't like this oh you're annoyed by it see I like yeah. it I I enjoy the knockouts I think it's entertaining uh <clears throat> I like the fights I I think I like contender series particularly because they're like working for something like if they win they can get a contract and like i like the it, it feels like a tournament almost and i'll watch like the ultimate fighter too because it is a tournament like so I, I think i enjoy that stuff um more than the actual fights maybe but yeah i don't know i i, I think it's cool i don't i don't follow it like religiously like i, I couldn't tell you <clears throat> like i could name maybe like five fighters so like i i don't actually know but um I, i'll like i'll watch it I'll, i always have trouble it. getting into stuff that's like not like, like somebody isn't rep. I mean, technically, like they all represent like where they're from, but like they're not like playing for a city or something. Like, I have sure. a lot of trouble like getting behind anything like that. Like, even like, so you're like, not a golf people fan. like esports or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, see, I love esports. I love oh, that's weird e-sports. as hell. I'm out <laughs> on esports. Yeah, oh, like I trash no. my friends that like it all the time. Like, I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Boo! I love esports. No, I'm a big fan. I, I watch. Um. I'll watch Valor in esports. I think that's fun. I watch League of Legends esports. I'll watch Rocket League. I watch it all. It's good. I enjoy it. How can you not like esports when you just said the whole reason you don't like UFC is because they're not backing something when that's literally what esports is? It's players playing for a team. No, you know like, like they're, I don't know. Like people like aren't like going to like you're not selling out like the garden. Like people aren't like going to like cheer them on. Like yes, no they are. To it. Are you on? Yes. Are you? You're joking, right? Are you being ironic? They're playing in front of a home crowd or they're playing at like a neutral site. I don't think neutral site sports are as fun, by the way. There, I mean, there is no like home crowd. They they play large events. It's like for I'll give you like League of Legends for example. It'll be like I know people one, go out to those things. I'm not. I'm not. It'll be like it'll be like week one, and so it'll be like they'll host it at you know I'll, I'll say TD Garden for example. I'm not saying that's where it is, but like they'll host it at an arena, and then they'll right. do like game one, game two. Like it'll be this team team one versus team two, and then team three versus team four. You know what I'm saying? They'll do like a day of like. It's like football almost, except it all happens in front of one crowd. Um, do you, does that make sense? Like the, each team plays. Yeah. Like twice yeah, yeah, it's kind of like March Madness in a sense where like, I mean, it, it's sure it's not, but it is like a neutral site. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, March Madness coming up, by the way. So this may, maybe I'll fun. learn a little bit about the draft that the Celtics don't have any picks in. Yep, exactly. Exactly. That, At least that's we don't have to. Like, I don't have to pretend to know stuff this year. Do they even have a second this year? I think. They I don't have. think they I have think any they, picks. No, I think they have multiple seconds. Actually, I'm pretty sure they have multiple second round picks this year. Yeah, yeah. Get something to, something to look forward saved. to. <laughs> of course, something to look forward to. I, I am excited to see who lands Wembenyama, though. I feel like the lottery will be more fun than the draft this year. This is like I think the Celtics <laughs> kind of think they're in on Wembenyama. What do you mean? How? Because they've how? been trying real hard to lose. Ah, I get the joke. Yeah, I really yeah, don't want to talk bad. about them yet because we've only done like a couple minutes on nonsense, and I really enjoy the nonsense. But you're gonna get some nonsense at the end, by the way. Yeah, I think listeners. I think we you're can get some nonsense at the end. I think we do just dive into this. Yeah, we can dive in. So yesterday they really tried to uh, make me jump <laughs> off my balcony. 
they they were up 28 points to the Nets, and then they said, hey, we're going to stop trying. We're going to shoot a bunch of threes to start the avalanche. That's what they did. Uh-huh. They started chucking threes, and they missed a lot well, of them. Okay. It, well, yes, yes. I think that's the not the reason important. they lost, and they did take a low amount of threes. Good on them. But no, no. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to this debate. You're going to get yeah, out of me. But, but like, essentially, good on them. Like, they didn't just, like, chuck a million threes. Like, instead, they said, we're just going to give the ball to the Nets before we even get to shoot. We're going to just turn it over a bunch of times. So they're up 28 early in the second quarter. By halftime, it's down to nine. And they give a Brooklyn team that's relatively young and, and full of, like, kind of players that are playing hard because they're not necessarily star players, even though they have talented players on that team. They're not, like, a KD or a Kyrie that might just pack it up. Like these guys are still mm-hmm. playing to prove themselves to an extent. A Mikhail Bridges, who was a quote unquote role player in Phoenix is now probably their best player in Brooklyn. So he's trying to prove that he is at the same level of, as some of these other names in the NBA. So of course he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. So what you saw is uh, the Celtics stop trying and lose a game when Milwaukee has won a million games in a row. And now they're a game back of Milwaukee instead of being tied with them. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Not good. It, it was a bad game. It well, was there. Fun. That sucks. <clears throat> I was there, but <laughs> the three point well. thing. The three I'm point thing. I, I disagree with the, the three point thing. And I know we always disagree on this. I'm gonna read you a quote, Missoula after We're the very game. surprised that we, we don't agree on this, by the way. Right. Uh, after the game, Joe Mazzulla said, he goes, I was actually more nervous in the beginning of the game because we shot less threes and they were shooting more. Context. They were shooting two for 11 from three and we if were only three. I just put my head into my hands. Well, because Sam likes to interrupt me when I specifically say, let me give like, you the context. I didn't, I didn't, but like. It's your favorite thing. You just, I say, let me give you the context before you say something. And then you just say, no, I'm going to interrupt you. I, no, I'm letting you talk. I just needed to present to people that aren't watching. I put my head into my hands <laughs> after hearing that. Go on. Context. I'm sorry. Context. They were two for 11. We were only three for six. And so I was actually worried because we were scoring, but it wasn't because we were making shots. It was because we were getting layups and they're a very analytically sound team. And so I knew the tide was going to shift because they were going to continue to shoot threes and we didn't play at a level of shooting threes and getting offensive rebounds and taking care of the ball. And that was going to cost us. So basically what Missoula is saying is we were getting easy layups because the Nets defense wasn't locked in, but we were also giving up a ton of threes and they weren't making them. And I understand what he's saying because when the Celtics offense is at its best, they are shooting a lot of threes. And that's not in like something you can debate. That's not like a, a subjective statement. That is an objective statement. When the Celtics offense is at its best, they are shooting and making a lot of threes. Well, in in to combat what he said, there were plenty of instances early in that game when they were up where they were popping the ball around like nobody's business. And they sure. were doing a great job moving the ball, which is why they end up taking a lot of threes because they end up creating them with good passing, which Mm -hmm. is true. So I do understand like, okay, we weren't taking threes, but I'm sorry. It's never a problem when you're getting layups. It's not, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. I've ever heard. I do understand the sentiment. I kind of get it, but I still think it's kind of ridiculous to say it's not a problem, but the problem is it's not sustainable, right? You're not like he, the Nets were playing bad defense and letting the Celtics get to the rim a lot. And that's not like, you can't just expect the Nets defense to be bad the whole game. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yes, it, I do agree with that. But like, I understand what you're saying. And is it's always good to get layups. And if you can create enough offense where you're getting layups, that's fine. But what Joe Missoula is saying is 
the Nets aren't just going to give you free pathways to the basket the whole, whole game. And I think the Celtics rested their laurels on the fact that everything was coming easy to them at the start of the game. And, and they didn't focus on playing offense. And to your credit, what you said earlier is <clears throat> the threes they were taking after that hot stretch at the start they were, were bad. terrible. They were threes. early in the they shot clock. They were bad That's threes. They meant. were early in the shot clock. They, they were pull-up threes. They were spot-up. They weren't the threes the Celtics should be taking. But the sentiment Joel Missoula is trying to say is, the Celtics were getting so many easy layups, and that's where the offense was coming, that it wasn't sustainable because they they weren't playing the offense the correct way and the way that it's worked for them this season. And fun fact for you, you say good on them for not taking a lot of threes. Celtics <laughs> blew the biggest lead of the season and took the fewest threes they have all year. It's because they yeah. didn't play offense the right way. And they well, didn't I feel play like how the many shots did they work. get compared to Brooklyn? I'd like to know that because they turned the <laughs> um, ball over a lot. 19 turnovers. Yeah. Horrendous. Yeah, that, that was, really that was bad. the worst. Awful. Now, and it was I, I understand, call. like, when the Celtics take a lot of threes, a lot 84, of the time. They attempted 84, and that's attempted 95. Yeah, so that'll do it to you. Mm-hmm. When they are taking a lot of threes, typically they are creating good shots. You're seeing a lot of ball movement. Mm-hmm. You're seeing guys move without the ball and getting open looks. Most of the time, that's fine. I kind of hate it when they do it early in the shot clock, because even if you're taking a lot of threes, if you're getting good threes, oftentimes you aren't getting those looks at the beginning of a possession. You have broken down the defense, touched the paint, moved the ball around, and made them rotate to where somebody's open. That's why those threes are good shots. And this is an agreement with you. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just I, trying to prove I'm not a dummy. I get No, it. I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I think it's important to play the right offense. But I also think if you get an open three with – you know, 16 seconds on the shot clock, you have to take the shot. You can't not take the shot. Like if you have an open three, you have to take it. Right. Like, like, and I understand working for great looks. Tell versus what, good looks. Uh, Russell Westbrook. <clears throat> oh, I mean, that's, that's, that's what Draymond said. Draymond put it pretty, pretty interesting there. Did you hear exactly what he said after the game? Yeah. He, he said something along the lines of you're taught to shoot shots when you're open, but if yes. you're open consistently, you get in your own head. It's very true. Cause <clears throat> when you play, like if we play, right, if we play Sunday, which we aren't tomorrow because we have to, one, there is no basketball this week anyway. So lucky us, but two, that? we have to watch these idiots play tomorrow mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they have some tournament there this week. So okay. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. But yes. We have to watch these morons try and win a game tomorrow. But if you're, if we're playing and, and I'm open every time I do have like a inkling in me that says shoot, but I don't like mm-hmm. to play like that. Like when we play, like I feel like I don't take as many shots as I could. Like I try and move it around or get people involved. Sure. Like I don't like to force things, but, but like I'm also not competitively playing in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Joe Missoula has said multiple times this season, though. He said, <clears throat> if you're open from three, you need to take the shot, right? Because there's like, truth to that. As much as you say there's always a better shot, like that's not true, right? Like you could work at a whole possession and not find a better look than the one you have. And so he encourages them to shoot. Now, this isn't me like trying to furiously defend Joe Missoula. I agree with the concept he said. I also think there were some mistakes he I don't dislike Joe, by the way. No, not that you need to know that, but just if this is in a vacuum, it might sound that way. I know, I know. But I'm also saying like I don't want to come across as like Joe Missoula can do no wrong. He did wrong. He he wasn't good. Nothing was good in the Nets game. Joe Missoula could have made more adjustments. Jason Tatum could have played better. Jalen Brown could have done stuff better. I thought Sure. If if that's what we want to talk about. he was terrible. I was being a sarcastic prick. He was horrible. Everyone was terrible. He played like two minutes and he messed up. Jared Weiss of The Athletic asked something along the lines of like, 
you know, what are you looking for versus like when you're putting out these analytically sound lineups, you you've like calculated versus looking for a spark. Uh, and he, he like re asked it a couple times. Cause Joe was given like one word answers and Joe goes, well, certain players. And then Joe Mazzula pause. He goes, nothing worked. I'm trying to find an answer to give to you for your article, but nothing worked. I, I've got nothing for you at all. It all. He basically said it all sucked against the Nets and he's right. And I, basically what I'm trying to say with the three point thing is, as much as people hate the three, you know, three point shots, like that is why the Celtics offense is good because it is designed to get and create open three point shots. And when you are getting these open three point shots because of ball movement, you will often get good looks in the paint as well because people, yeah, they're you know, afraid. Eat, exactly. People will eke out to the three point line. They, they won't rotate in. And so it, it creates shots from there. But if you're not, playing offense the right way i.e you're not creating a lot of open threes then stuff will go to shit and i i think i understand what joe was saying when he talked about the you know i was more concerned because we weren't shooting threes and it's because the celtics got so many easy layups that the offense like as much as you would like to say oh you know layups are good like the nets layups giving up the, the layups are good and i agree with you layups are always good but getting all of your points off layups is not sustainable when the nets are just giving you free passing baskets and when they're playing bad defense, because you can't, you can't play your offense depending on the other team to be bad, right? Like that, that's not how you're going to win in the NBA because as much as the nets have struggled with cohesion, because they have a lot of these pieces coming from new teams, like they're NBA players that they, they, they are the best of the best in the world. They are well coached as, um, Joe Mazzola said last night of Jack Vaughn. Coach well. <laughs> sure. But my point is like, you can't run your offense with, you know, the assumption that the other team is always going to give you easy looks, right? Cause they're not, that's not how it works. And once the nets did start switching more effectively, once they did start clamping down on the layups, um, they shut the Celtics down and the Celtics kind of went into this dribble, dribble isolation ball that we saw a couple years ago. And, and they weren't able to generate the threes they always get. And because they weren't able to generate these, those threes, the paint wasn't an open and, and it was a mess from there. Uh, and then, I mean, we can talk about this too, but the Celtics defense was also horrendous. <laughs> well, if you're an NBA coach, this, if you, you see this game, it really makes you think you, you really got to start thinking, you know, do I just tell my guys to hang back for a quarter and a half? I say, give them a bunch of open layups and let them get comfortable and then hit them with the counterattack <laughs> and uh, start playing defense. And then mm -hmm. they won't want to shoot any threes. That yeah. is one of the more ridiculous. I get it. I do get like how easy it was for them. Could have made them lazy. Like I understand the point. Yeah. But one, this, this is a very rare Sam criticize of the coach moment isn't that kind of your job to say work a little harder and like like do something different on offense if if that's what you believe like like what once once things get tough right once things begin to get tougher because like he said he was concerned because things were easy or he addressed this too no he addressed okay. this too he he was asked you know what do you think you could have gone he goes i think i probably could have drawn a few more offensive sets i probably should have stepped in and and Got may, drew up a few plays for us to get easier looks once it started going down downhill, and so he admitted he he did yeah. say that. But if if you're an amateur coach out there coaching your kids or whatever, let the other team make a bunch of laughs. <laughs> That's the lesson to be learned. Instead of having them shoot a bunch of threes, I will is, also say something else. The moment the moment I realized it was going to shit was when Jalen tried to throw an off the backboard lob to Rob. 
that they were dominating at that point. That That, lead was still growing. That was the sign of they are too comfortable, though. That's when you knew they they ran up three possessions in a row and shot a three with no more than eight Mm -hmm. seconds ticked off the shot clock. That was also and and like no passes made, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that was also not good. Not good. Jason Tatum 0 for 7 from 3, by the way. Fun. 8. 0 for 7. I'm 7. Box score. Ah, I'm looking. I Go saw on. 8 on Twitter. That's why. I see Twitter's seven. always right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a bad game. <laughs> just uh, not, not a good one to watch. I made I mean, money they... on the game, and I'm still pissed. I yeah, bet Sam him when they were up uh, 16 in the first, and it was 1600. I was like, wow, like that's really high for this early in the mm-hmm. game. I'll take it. And then Sam they got to 28. Turns. And I'm really mad I didn't wait because I definitely could have made like way more money. Yeah, man. Uh, at least you took the insurance though. <laughs> What'd you take it? What was the lead one that you took at 20? So I got, I made $80. Yeah. But what was the it lead? It was 16 points. The they were still going up. Okay. <clears throat> well, they had not, not started the collapse yet. At least he did something. The, the turnovers were what did it for me. And it, it was kind of a team effort in that regard. Like, yeah, Tatum had four Brown had uh, Brown had uh three, but like, the turnovers were just terrible. And Derek White admitted to it after the game, but his turnovers were horrendous. Like Derek White was throwing the ball. There was a away, lot of bad right? turnovers. Marcus Smart was throwing the ball away. Everyone was just kind of like giving it up willy nilly. Uh, and the Nets, I mean, credit the Nets for, for the comeback, right? It, obviously the Celtics, you know, led the effort with That's their the self-inflicted wounds. I mean, you, you I, need some, some charge if you're the Nets, which is what you're saying. Yeah, but no. I, the Celtics I, are terrible with leads. I'm sorry. I didn't. I know I interrupted. <laughs> no, go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. The, the Celtics are horrible with leads. When they go up, now they haven't been as bad this season. Earlier in the season, they were stomping teams a lot, and you really didn't see things well, I've got like a few what examples. happened yesterday happen. I got say? a few examples in my article, so I mean, I, I could contend with what you're saying. Yeah. But this is like kind of, I'm going to circle back to that Knicks game. We we sure. talked about it. Man, who were they up on? Because we were talking about it before that Knicks game. It was Philly. And you said to me, like leads come and go in the NBA. Very true. Game of runs. Mm-hmm. But the Knicks dominated the Celtics in that uh, Monday game. And the Celtics really never got close. Yeah. Why can the Celtics not do that to teams recently? They they just don't do that anymore. They don't do it consistently. I think is the issue. I think saying they don't do it is unfair because like I've, I've pointed it out multiple times on the show. A lot of the times when the Celtics do have a huge lead, they just it, it never really gets close enough for you to give them credit of fending off a run because the other team just doesn't make one. And so I I, I don't think like yes the Celtics have I'm not trying to say the Celtics don't have a problem blowing leads like I said I have examples. Remember the Bulls game their first loss of the season they were up 19 in the first quarter and then they blew it. That's very similar they to the Nets game. Fast they wasted mm-hmm. no time. Yep, that's very similar. Think of the Lakers game. I know they won, but who cares? They, oh, they had a 20-point lead, and they blew it. Look at the I, – I know I defended the Celtics because they were unhealthy, or excuse like they didn't have all their guys available, but like look at that Heat game. They were up 14 in the fourth quarter, and they blew it. I agree right? with all this. This is terrible. They need to mm-hmm. fix this. It's I understand it's the issue. NBA. The other team is not a bunch of bums. They can all play. Mm-hmm. It's all very true. But you're also in the NBA. You're at the same level, and you're controlling a game now, for however long. Finish it out. Figure I'll it say, out. I'll say this. I will be the first to admit, and I have already said it, Joe Missoula could have done stuff better in that Nets game. He should have done stuff better. He should have called more plays. He should have, you know, halted them. He, sh- he should have gotten them composed. Yep. However, this isn't a new problem. 
This is the uh, blowing leads has been a problem for the Celtics for the past three, four years. Not a Joe Missoula problem. Exactly. Right. And, and I, I understand the frustrations with Joe Missoula. I understand wanting to get mad at him after the Nets game, because like I said, there were absolutely things Joe Missoula could have done better. But for the past three years, at least, the Celtics have been dealing with this issues. And for the fa- past three years, the Celtics have had a different coach all each year. So how are you going to like, and each year there are players blaming the coach. And so you're going to go from blaming one the coach. coach. What do you mean? Yesterday? Did someone blame the coach yesterday? I, I, people are always mad at Joe Mazzula. My, no, no, my no. point is like, you said players. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like, oh, people. Okay, I said okay. people. I said people. Right. I, I, I was going to be real mad. No, no, no. Year after year, people blame the coach, right? Like you saw people get mad at Brad Stevens. Then he was gone. Yes. Then you saw people get mad at Ime Udoka. And don't say, no, no one got mad. Yes, people oh, absolutely they were, got they mad at Ime They wanted him fired. People wanted Udoka fired at the start of the season. And and now it's the same with Joe Mazzula. And yet somehow people never blame the players. It's never the players' fault when they blow leads, right? And I'm big we on do. the players. I know. Yeah. I know we are, but Tatum, like I saw a kid at the gym with a Tatum jersey on today. He couldn't mm-hmm. have been like more than thirteen. Like I wanted to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> but like, uh, I, and I'm gonna say it a third time because I, I I've somehow gotten pegged as the homer when really it's just I don't like to overreact. Um, and hey, if you want overreaction, Jack, you know what my thing off topic for a brief second. If you want overreactions, you know, because I see a lot of people call me a homer. Go oh, listen we to sports radios. Go listen to sports radio or some shit, right? Sports like, like kinda, if you listen to right sports radio, it's fire. Anyways, um, Big my point is sports radio. Blame Joe Missoula all you want. There were absolutely things he could have done better. There are things he could have done better all season. He is far from perfect. There are definitely this is problems. Coach, by the way, exactly. He's thirty-four <laughs> years old. But l- let's take a look at the players because at the end of the day, they are the ones on the court. Did you see Jason Kidd's quote recently about this? Yeah, I wrote about it. It was mad funny. He was like, I'm not the savior. I'm not the one out there. And people were like real mad at him for it. I'm yeah. not sure how I feel about it. I just think it's funny. Like, he's got like Kyrie on his team. He basically said, grow up. He just said, grow yeah, up. Yeah, he told him to be more mature. Yeah. That's what which he said is like, players. which is like a big issue, I feel like, with the Celtics. Not that they're not mature. They've had this time together, but like, you're blowing these leads because you're resting on your laurels in the second quarter. It felt like this isn't a, like exactly what they were doing, but like the, the mental equivalent, they were running clock. It felt like they were just like, Oh, we got a 28 point lead. Now let's just, you know, let, let, let's, you know, lean I did back for the rest the of the game in the first half, by the way. Yeah, dude. It's just they like, did it. they did the it's ball. Nuts. Roll. It's nuts. They're, they're getting up early and then they're, they're, effectively giving up and saying okay we should this should this should tide us over for three quarters and then by the end of the third it was tied right or by the end of whatever it was tied and it's just in the in the second quarter yeah. i could feel it it's so yeah. funny like they were up 21 still like when i had the first time i was like i think they might blow this yeah it, it's because sure you could see they did. it's because you could see the body language change and it was all well and good early in the game when they were getting these easy looks but in my opinion, those easy looks, as much as they were, you know, the Celtics moving the ball well, it was the Nets not locking in. And then once the Celtics got up by a lot, they just abandoned everything that worked and said, okay, we're good. We can just hang out. And and that's been the problem the whole season. And that's, that's the biggest problem with the for me. Is You're right. The Nets were lost. They weren't trying. Cam Johnson got three fouls right away. Like the Nets were out of it. Yeah. The Nets didn't even care. Mm-hmm. Like all you had to do was like play good for probably another five minutes, and they were calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like no, you gave him just enough hope to where they started trying again. 
<laughs> it's true. It's absolutely no, true. No, you're they right. Came, you're right. They, they were like you said, they were getting layups. The Nets were giving them whatever they wanted. And they like all you had to do was like play good for probably the end of the half. Mm-hmm. And they're going in the half. They're like, all right, call it a day. It's Cam's birthday. We'll all go out and get hammered or whatever the hell they would talk about. Instead, they're down nine and a half, and you know they're yeah. juiced in the locker room. Yeah, it was, and then sending him into halftime, you gave him an open bucket at the rim. Yeah, <laughs> gave him an open look. It, it was Dude, I'm mess. telling you, like they really think they can get one Benyama. It's too too late now. <laughs> if you wanted him, you, actually, you don't even have a first round pick. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was bad. Paces are over there licking their lips. Actually, dude. I'm pretty sure it's top 14 protected. So if you really want to get oh, is down it? there. Yeah. Well, they should have did that. Then they really would have fleeced him. <laughs> you tank for Wembenyama, then you're set. Yeah. No. There's your Al Horford successor. I didn't Tatum and Brown both go down season ending injuries. You know, you tank, you get win the lottery. Wembenyama, Tatum and Brown moving forward. Nuts. <laughs> well, that's what Dallas should have did. Yeah. Shut, Honestly, shut him down like, and get Wemby. Well, like they shouldn't just shut him down to shut him down, but like honestly, the best thing that could have happened to Dallas this year is if Luca got hurt. Yeah, because they would have just saying. been terrible. Well, because it, it was Luca and the boys, per Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they weren't going to be winning a lot of games though, Luca. Like I, they could have just I, got a free like. And they probably wouldn't have traded for Kyrie, talent. and they wouldn't have traded for Kyrie if that happened. Yeah, well, so. I'm not convinced Never. if Kyrie's on that Nets team yesterday and Nets win. <laughs> <laughs> I never wish for injuries, but I do. I agree with the sentiment no. you're saying. Um, but yeah, Celtics. Nope. Nobody played well. Jalen Brown was efficient, but like even he was Good taking dumb shots. Yeah, hot start. He was taking dumb shots. He was doing dumb stuff too. Also, <clears throat> I need to say this on the pod. I'm not. I told Sam I was going to talk about this. Oh, you texted I'm me not, about this. I don't remember I what it was, but you did yeah. text me this. <laughs> I'm not going to take it two bridges too far, and I'm not going <laughs> to say they need to trade. I'm not going to say he's not a rotational player. <laughs> But man, oh man, is it getting hard to defend Grant Williams? Man, he is he is not, <laughs> not doing a whole lot. Playing well, he's not good lately. All he like from from the limited things I remember, I remember him fouling bad like bad fouls. I remember bad turnovers, and I remember him smoking a layup. Right, like it just he's just bad. And like I said, I'm not gonna take it three bridges too far. I'm not gonna say he's a bad player because when he's at his best, he is one of the more impactful players on this team. And I, I think when he's Agreed. at his best, he's he's fully capable of being the fifth starter once Al Horford retires. I know we've talked about it, you don't love the fit exactly, but like he is good enough where he can fill that role. I, I agree, but he, he's good enough to fill the role of a fifth starter with this team. However, he sucks right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. He's bad. He, he's been for like the last month, at least he has been really bad and, He's, he's got to break out of this lump, and I, I think he will. I, I do think he'll break out of this lump, whether it be in the playoffs, whether it be down the stretch here in March. I, I think he'll break out of it, but right yeah. now he is bad. <laughs> he's not good. Yeah, he's bad. He, and when I – like I was I was screwing with you the other day like on the stream and saying like he sucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. You said I said Muscala's better. I don't know. I didn't go back and look. I don't think I said that because my – when I at least look at the Celtics players – I judge them all based on like what I expect out of them. Yeah, no, I know that makes sense. And Grant is not giving you what you expected of Grant. You just said it like you think he could be a fifth starter. He's playing like he's playing for Maine. Like he's just not yeah. giving you anything. He doesn't look confident. He looks lost. I think he's got something going on in his head to where he doesn't know what he's doing. He had a great mm-hmm. start to the season. He was showing you he, he improved his game, learned to kind of go off the dribble. 
And it was almost like there's no no problem with him getting better. But at this mm-hmm. point, it's like, man, if he didn't learn any of that, he wouldn't have to overthink when he's out there. He'd be like, I either yeah. shoot the open shot or I pass. And that's I the end of it. And that's why I think this is a a, a gap year isn't the right phrase for it. But I, I think this is year. like a it's like a gap season for Grant Williams, right? While he's growing, he's learning, he's figuring out these new things. It, it's sort of like, do you remember? Was it last? It was, it was the year before, I think. It, it was Brad's last year. Grant got like benched a lot. Like he didn't he didn't play the same role, and it's because he didn't have the right body for what he was being asked to do. He he had the body of a small ball center rather than uh, a three four. You know, you know what I'm saying, right? Because he talked about I'm it. Not the laughing after. at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, Grant, Grant played small ball center a lot his rookie year, and then he was asked to play power forward his second year because they signed Tristan Thompson and all yes. this. Um, and he didn't have the body for it, and so that was like a gap year. And then the next year, as in last year, came he came in it. slimmer quicker ready to contribute at the four and i think this year he is working on adding new stuff to his game and it's an imperfect product and so he's struggling a lot more than you'd like him to and so i I think next year or even in the playoffs this year he will be exactly it's a growth year and i i think right now it's a lot of mental mental issues i i think he's just in his head too much um which is a problem like i'm not that's not an excuse but like i i I, the reason shame Um, on him yeah yeah right but uh yeah i don't know Uh, also slimming down uh i was laughing because good friend of the show the spino has uh relayed to the masses that he for the 14th straight year is fit into the umpire pants ahead of love to see it he he is fit again (laughs) Love to see it. So Huge. congratulations. Big news. Big congrats. But um, I also want to talk about Robert Williams got hurt. Then there was no update. He left the game. Uh, I forget exactly what, what the issue was. Hamstring. Hamstring now, is what they do. Yes. Not not concerned. Low concern sure. level on that. For me. Go ahead. You, you don't want Rob to be hurt. I think the Celtics might benefit from Derek White in the starting lineup again. I think if Rob misses time... Uh, this is a prediction. I think you see the Celtics offense get back on track a little bit with Derek White in the starting lineup because you can play five out, because you can play quicker, because you can get better threes, because everyone is open. This is not a knock on Robert Williams, and we did see <clears throat> progression with that starting five against the Cavs. Missoula also complained uh, post game of the Nets game about the end of the Cavs game when they almost blew it. He said, you saw that that sort of play bled into the game against the Nets, like like the Celtics well, giving also- up really. Little little uh, trip back to the Cavs game real quick. Mm-hmm. Rat move by the Cavs at the end of that game. <laughs> by trying? No, not by trying, by fouling. Oh, I see. They, I they were fouling before they started trying. They were prolonging sure. the game before they started trying. That's that's where I have the issue. That That's when I get like a little irritated. Like Nick Nurse <laughs> does that shit, and I hate it. Mm. Like, just let the game end. No, it, yeah, I know what you mean. It's the end of February, early March. Let the game end. Mm-hmm. But um, Joe Mazzulla was saying, like, the Celtics resting on their laurels at the end of that game bled into the Nets game, which it did. But, <laughs> excuse me, back to my original point. I, I think, and I've said this since early days, I really think Derek White in the starting lineup is best for the season, for the Celtics this season. You do um, like that. I, I really like it. And, and not a knock on Rob, but I, I think, and I, I forget if I was talking with, Bobby Kravitzky or Cam to bat to because I sit both with both of them up on the ninth floor. 
they made the point of not only is Derek White probably a better fit in the starting lineup, but the combination of Brogdon and Robert Williams versus Brogdon and Derek White off the bench, like I'd rather have Brogdon and Robert Williams for the one-two punch, right? Like I, I think it does that make sense. fit better. And and even more, you to know, your point after you if talk. you want to adjust, yeah, if you want to adjust it, like the Bucks are doing something right now. Like Chris Middleton hasn't been great this season, but he's coming off the bench. Like they haven't put him back in the starting lineup yet. He he is off the bench for the Bucks as a spark plug, and it's it's an imperfect comparison because Robert Williams isn't a scorer, but like having his energy off the bench, you saw it when they first brought him off the bench when he first came back. It helps. Like having that intensity yep. helps, and I, I really think that could be an adjustment to consider. But that being said, I I don't think they will do it full time. Even more to your point, uh, Derek White returned to the bench. I want to say against Philly, against Philly, returned to the bench. Sure, yeah, okay. Played well since then, not well. Has not shot threes very well. He's been off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe he really is his best self as a starter. If that's true, just then by doing what you're doing, you're getting the most out of him. And when you're getting the most out of Derek White, he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Probably your third best player. At his best, could be, could mm-hmm. be. He, he's had a really monster season. Mm-hmm. He's played every game. Good on him. Uh, mm-hmm. I I do get a kick out of the guys resting. <laughs> no, I like Derek White. Uh, I don't think the Celtics will do that. I think they like, excuse me, the double bigs in the starting lineup. But uh, just something to consider. Um, I don't know if there's any else Celtics we need to talk about. I want to talk about a team in the West though. Uh, yeah, tough day for the <laughs> fellas. Memphis Grizzlies probably having a worse day than Celtics fans today, which is kind of difficult, but um, it's tough to top. <laughs> I got to tell you, not happy, not, not a good day. Mm-hmm. No, John Morant on Instagram, waving a gun at the club will be suspended at least two games. He's going to miss their next two games. Uh, <clears throat> Brandon Clark, Achilles injury out for the season. And then the news came in. Dylan Brooks will be suspended the next game for picking up a 16th technical foul of the season. Just issues on issues for the Grizzlies today. What a mess. What a mess for Memphis. Not not a good day to be a Grizzlies fan. <laughs> well, you know what the best thing about Ja is? Like, I don't get you're like one of the best players in the NBA. Like, what do you like? What else do you need in your life? Like, what are you trying to prove? Just don't be dumb. Just don't be an like, idiot. Don't get like what, what other affirmation do you need? What do you need to be waving <laughs> a gun around for? What do you need to like like go like threaten a mall security guard for? Like, aren't you busy? Like, don't you have more things to do than like try and like shoot people? <laughs> Like, go shoot hoops. Like, you're nasty. Like, you're, like, literally yeah, one of the best basketball players in the world. Like, is that, not, is that not enough? Do you need more? Like, what else Crazy. do you need to be doing? Go play Xbox with your time <laughs> off. In the past two weeks, he's, like, doing everything he can to derail his career. It's crazy. Yeah, he's, like, he's like all right, like, got the basketball thing down. Now I want to be a crime lord. <laughs> it's like, we're going uh, to take on the outside world here. Doesn't I don't get sense. it. Like what, what drives you to want to do anything like that? You are playing mm-hmm. fantastic basketball. Your team's good. You're somewhat in the MVP conversation and you're trying to screw it up. What are you trying to do? I don't get it. This is yeah, the most bizarre story. I don't get what need you have. Like, what does this do for you? Why does this excite you as a person? You have like the dream life of, at least 70% of like American like boys. Yeah. Like, what are you, why are you trying to throw it away? Like with this, I don't get it. If I was a Grizzly fan, I'd be mad as hell. I'd be so <laughs> mad if I was a Grizzlies fan. Yeah. 
very mad at you. It doesn't make sense. It's it's. I don't know what's going to happen. I, like I said, he suspended at least two games. I have to assume it might be a little more than that. Uh, but the Grizzlies season is in a, in a tough place now. He's like fighting a kid. They're in second place right now. Kings are not far behind. Kings are currently Kings one game yesterday. Kings are one game behind the Grizzlies in the standings. And the Grizzlies are only four games ahead of the Suns, who with Kevin Durant could go on a heater. You never know. You know, like like things could fall apart quicker than you might think for the Grizzlies. And I don't think they'll drop past three. I just don't think there's enough time left in the season to catch up four games. on The somebody. gaps are big. Um, but I, I think the Kings could catch them. I think the Kings could get the two seed. How nuts? Kings two seed. That, that's crazy to think about, right? I'm wow. kind of for it. I'm, I'm for I the love Kings it. doing well. And if the Grizzlies drop, then you have a better chance of Warriors Grizzlies, which is always fun. Dylan Brooks saying True. some mean things about Draymond and the Warriors in a recent ESPN interview said, uh, if Draymond wasn't on the Warriors, nobody would know who he was. Uh, very, very mean to Draymond. Draymond, who I like, by the way, a lot of Celtics fans like don't Draymond. like Draymond. I think Draymond one would be an excellent Celtics. So if he wasn't on the Warriors, he'd be on the Celtics I think he would still be well-known. I still uh, think he'd two, be good wherever he went. He'd find plays hard. One, a defensive player of the year, very smart player might be, it probably won't be a coach just cause he's got so much else going for him. He's good at speaking, mm-hmm. good on TV, good on his podcast. He'll probably like, be media. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's going to have like a career in that, <laughs> but uh, a lot of beef there. Dylan Brooks doesn't like him or the Warriors. So shocker could see, Another playoff series between those two teams could be fun. Could be fun yeah. if that happens. Would be entertaining. Would definitely be fun. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I had. Do you, do you want to do, do, do bracket? Do, yeah. Do do yeah. Bracket so we, we didn't give you the nonsense at the beginning. We'll give it to you at the end. We did on our stream the, well, technically the second bracket of the month on the last pod. We did the Pete Rogers mm-hmm. bracket. We did, We then did a cereal bracket today. We have a fast food chain bracket. Let's go. We can agree on this too, because on the stream I did it all. But we we can like we can we talk can about we can decisions. debate this. Yes, this, this is now, this is better. If you're watching on audio platforms, I once again urge you to go check us out on YouTube, so you, so you can you know get the full experience because we have the bracket on the screen now. Um, so uh, check it out there. But uh, subscribe to How About Them Celtics on YouTube. But yeah, we have we have a cereal bracket ready to rumble. Uh, for you guys, so, we go uh, to the sponsors first. To the what? The sponsors, so the ads play, then they can come back and listen. Actually, if you're listening, you don't really care about this. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually put the ads in the middle anyway, so the ads will probably be around thirty minutes. Delete so you're probably you're probably that. nah, nah. We stay in. You'll probably get the ads midway through the show. Uh, so we'll be good to go. I think I'm changing the background now. I'm trying to find something Ooh, that work like that. I'm, well, I mean, you like it except you can't see some. Stuff I will. I will. Bottom. I'll take off the banner. Uh, we could just do green. We could just do green background. Nothing. This in the back. Shit. I don't actually know. Maybe. I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's fine. We're messing we'll with the background. It. Leave it like this. This is fine. Right. Fast food bracket. Okay, so the f- the first matchup we have here for the audio listeners: what White Castle this? versus Jersey Mike's. Um. Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah. And then get rid of the the bottom. Yeah. All right. We can do that. All right. Sweet, this works. All right, so for, for those listening, the first matchup we had, White Castle versus Jersey Mike's. Now, I've never had White Castle. I don't know about you. I've had, um, like, the little frozen ones that you can, okay. uh, like, buy from Stop and Shop. Are they good? They're fine. I, I lean Jersey Mike's here. Big fan of Jersey Mike's. I do, too. I like Jersey Mike's. Big fan of the uh, number 16 Mike's Chicken Philly. Mm, okay. Get some grilled chicken, cheese, peppers, onions. Throw that on a rosemary parm giant sub. 
have yourself wow. a nice 1800 calorie meal, but you'll be nice and full. <laughs> See, I, I'm not, I'm not that in tune with the Jersey Mike's. Oh, you're, you're going to get I, some good stories from me on this, this bracket, by the way. I do like the Jersey Mike's, so I'll agree with you there. We can roll Jersey Mike's for that one. Jersey Mike's first, first winner of the day. Now, this is, this is a, this is a good matchup. You got Burger no, King against Panera Bread. Not close, in my opinion. This is not close in your opinion. Go ahead. Uh, Burger King food sucks. I love the commercial. I love the memes. Not close. See, well, and you have to take it all into account. I you, just, I you can't. See the, you see the Whopper commercial? That might brighten your day. Like, if I watch the Celtics blow a 28-point lead to the Nets and then the Whopper commercial comes on, I, I might crack a smile. I might even think about taking some of the $80 I won on that loss and taking it to Burger King. See, I the Panera, the go-to, the turkey, bacon, avocado, BLT, and the broccoli cheddar suits you pick two. Fire. It it clears. And I love the Whopper commercial. Deep respect. It's the only reason this is even a conversation. Because <laughs> Burger Burger King food is atrocious. I couldn't tell uh, you last time I ate Burger King. I really terrible. couldn't. I can't. Do you want to know remember. why? You want to know why? Because if you're getting fast food burgers, it will be Wendy's or McDonald's, and you will never even think of Burger King as an option. Oh, I thought you were going to say if you're getting fast food from Burger King, like it's when you're blackout drunk. Like that's. <laughs> it's also true. It's also true. You, it's either you're either blackout drunk or it is the only available place in the area, and so it's Panera. I, I don't know if uh, it has to be Panera here. Panera wins. Yeah, I like Gotta Panera's be. mac and cheese. Uh, mac and also, cheese fire. I like their chicken sandwich. Think it's fine. Yep. In on Panera. Yep. Panera wins. <laughs> Now you've got five guys against Hardee's have never had Hardee's. Never had Hardee's either, but five guys is fire. So I like five guys. Uh, Recently went to five guys. What you got to do is you get yourself the triple cheeseburger. Wow. (laughs) Yep. Then you got to eat a bunch of fries. That's right. Fries are good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I I don't eat a lot of junk, but when I do, I'm going to have it. If I'm having it, Mm. I'm having it. Fries with the salt and vinegar is really good. Like I get, I get, they have the vinegar in the restaurant and you get that in there with some salt. It's good. One of my or good ketchup. friends I mean, it's just likes the Cajun seasoning. Gets a Caj- side I, of it. I, I like the regular ones better, but the Cajun seasoning is good. It is good. All right. Now we've got Popeyes against checkers. Have never had checkers. Never either. But Popeyes is good. <laughs> Popeyes is good food though. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, just cause I haven't had checkers. I, I kind of have to Popeyes, Popeyes by checkers. basketball on Sunday, by the way. There you, you go. Have them right there. Might have to stop. All by. right. Now. Subway versus yeah. In-N-Out. Uh-huh. Have you had In-N-Out? I have not had. Well, I, I have, but I was like 10, so that doesn't really count. I have not had sure. In-N-Out as an adult. Okay, I have not I had have. In-N-Out where I can remember what it tasted like. Okay, However, I have had In-N-Out. Jack has had In-N-Out. He can say Good this. food. <clears throat> good food. Subway's fine, but like In-N-Out is very good. And In-N-Out, not too expensive. And so Not too I, expensive? No, no pretty good price for it's like a uh it's a five guys thing where it's not like a drive through so it's not like yeah. fast fast food but it's like it's good in and out clears it is it is good well that it that's is, where i can get behind it like big fan of five guys subway's fine fine with subway some people don't like subway i'm fine with it uh jared's a little questionable but like you can su- get uh, subway's fine. yeah you can get i'm double checking the prices here you can get a, a double double burger for three dollars and 45 cents Wow, yeah, it's not bad. And you, All right, cheeseburger two forty for a cheeseburger, like really good prices. Now you've got McDonald's mm. versus Auntie Anne's pretzels. <laughs> All right, Jack, you used to work in an Auntie Anne's. Am I mistaken? You're completely mistaken. I, I never mistaken. worked in an Auntie Take Anne's. me behind the shed. <laughs> That's nuts. No, I never worked I don't know at. Why I thought that? I have no idea. I, I worked at a rest, a local what restaurant called McGuire's in my town. 
then I worked at summer camp and yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I used to work in the food industry. Like I used to be like a bus boy and stuff, but like, yep, was me never... <clears throat> anyways, Auntie Anne's is good. Mall food, but like it, mall it's food hard indeed. to take, it's hard to take down the, the king of fast food. McDonald's like, back in my prime. Phenomenal. McDonald's was an after 2k meal at two <clears> in the morning. <throat> me and me and my boy, Greg, we would get off the Xbox. I would pick him up. We would go to McDonald's. Mm. And I would get a quarter pounder, a double quarter pounder, a large <laughs> fry, 20 nuggets, and then I'd get a wow. water. Incredible. The water to make sure you're being healthy. Make sure course. I'm healthy. Yeah. <clears throat> Love it. My go-to, when, when if I'm going to pig out of McDonald's, I go, I get the Big Mac because it's goaded. I get a 10-piece nugget. I get fries, and I get a McFlurry, Oreo McFlurry to dip the fries in. That's fire. See, I never do the milkshake in, in, in the fast food at the same time. I love it. It's good. It's it's like an extra little thing. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's good. You're on to KFC versus Quiznos. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have not been to a Quiznos. I think I've had Quiznos before only because I, I know there's one like near my childhood doctor's office. And so I think we would go there like it, it, it was fine. It's kind of just like a I don't know the way to describe it. It's just kind of like a, a different subway. But KFC is good, and and I have had KFC, so I do like KFC. So I think KFC wins. <laughs> the only Quiznos like experience I've ever had is uh, there's like a Nathan for you where he has one of his writers go on a date at a Quiznos, <laughs> and they do it as like a big product placement thing, which is real funny. But I've never actually eaten there. KFC is fine. Chicken sandwich, not bad, not bad. Chicken sandwich. It's all right. so I'll uh, go KFC. I get the three piece, but yeah, KFC good. Now you've got Chick-fil-A versus Long John Silvers. Uh, never had the pleasure of a Long John Silvers. This is the easiest uh, one of all time. It is. Chick-fil-A, some questionable morals, but uh, good food. So Chick- can, They're not Chick-fil-A. open Sundays. Yeah, tough. 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 I was driving home on a road Imagine trip with Zoe. that much of a wagon, and you can and like just, just close on one day a week, and everyone's like, all right. Yeah, nuts. Messed up. All right. Jersey Mike's Panera here. I feel like we might be, we might be our first split. See, I I lean Jersey Mike's. I'm eating it more than Panera, Panera, but I do understand that Panera is a quality establishment. There's Mine's make the no same mistake thing. about it. Mine's the same thing. I I like both, but I eat Panera a lot more, so I, I prefer it. This what's your argument for What's your argument for Jersey Mike's? Like, well, pitch me. I think Jersey Mike's quality meal get a lot to eat. Jersey Mike's was a uh-huh. common choice. For the newsroom lunch, we would all order Jersey sure. Mike's. Good vibes with Jersey Mike's. Now, my argument for Panera is it is a wider variety. You can get a soup. You can get a sandwich. You can get a salad. That is true. You can get mac and cheese. You can get grilled They're cheese. put up the triple doubles. It, it is higher price than my friends. Exactly. My friends have called it uh, high-quality, expensive hospital food, which I do understand. Because that is a good way to describe Panera. But I, I, do, I, do, I do like it. I'm a big fan. And... I, I, my my final pitch for Panera. I'm gonna there is nothing. Quick, so yeah, you're good. There is nothing better than getting. You know, they they offer you apple chips baguette. You get the baguette. You dip it in the soup. It 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 is it is goaded. That, that that is absolutely the one of the better fast food experiences out there. Get, getting and I mean I'll just go with my go to the broccoli cheddar soup. Dipping the bread in it, fire, phenomenal, amazing. So that's my pitch. All right, a, all right. We'll we'll go with Panera. I'm not that passionate right. about this one. I love Panera, and it's Panera right by my wins. house. So like that's why. I and those it. of you not watching, 
there are two sides of this bracket for whatever reason. It doesn't take you around the world first, so we're doing yeah. one side, and Which then we're going to go the other, and then we're going to do a final. So yes, now you've got five fun. guys versus Popeyes. It rhymes. Mm, it does, does rhyme. It does. This is kind of a tough one. I'm a chicken it guy. Is. Love chicken. I'm not I eating a lot chicken. of burgers. I like five guys food better, but like I wouldn't complain if we wanted to go with Popeyes here because mainly I'm, because of the price. Well, I'm going to lean five guys. Okay. I'm because good with that then too because I like the food. Five, five guys is like the special occasion for me. I'll yes. have it once like every three months, but when I have it, fantastic day. Amazing. It's great. Okay. I back it. I like five guys. Now Ooh. you have In-N-Out versus McDonald's. This is very tough. Mm-hmm. See, In-N-Out is absolutely better food, mm. but the availability of McDonald's. That's true. That's what they say. It, best, it's just... best ability is availability. Exactly. And, and, have you you're on tiktok so you won't understand this reference um bread basket on tiktok they do they do this type of stuff they'll do like drafts and stuff they'll do like okay they'll compare it they'll be like you know mcdonald's just the type he, he's the player he'll be there for you right he's the mikhail bridges he'll be there every game you can always oh, count I on that like i stole it in and out no no it, it, they do that a lot but it's entertaining and i think it's very true right you need the dependability of mcdonald's and so that's why why would uh I would who's there also for you, mcdonald's step really quick before we uh move on statement from john morant was just tweeted i take full responsibility for my actions last night i'm sorry to my family teammates coaches fans partners the city of memphis and the entire grizzlies organization for letting you down this is the uh, best also more, more from Morant. i'm going to take some time away to help to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being all right well hopefully jaw i will say this i'm not defending jaw i'm not but aside from like being a bad role model, what did he do wrong by brandishing a gun on his Instagram? I'm pretty like, sure you're allowed to have a gun. Not if you're an out of state resident. And I, oh, okay. I think, that I did not yeah. know. I, 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 know I, I saw Bobby Marks tweet about the legality and I'm not, I'm not like <clears throat> claiming to know all about it, but I, I know Bobby Marks tweeted something along the lines of that, like <clears throat> explaining it, why it's not allowed. Let me, let me take a look here. Uh, there are likely legal consequences because he is an out-of-state resident and he viewed in possession of a gun. Here's the CBA language for the NBA discipline. He showed that whenever a player is physically present as a facility or venue operated, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, players shall not possess firearm or any kind of deadly weapon, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But like, I, I think there are legality issues to him having a gun where he was, which is also That's fine. A and also not a good look for the league. So I do understand <laughs> not why at he's all. punished. But now, now I understand like the legal aspect of like why it yeah. technically yeah. was, and I don't fully understand like the, the details of it either. But I do know he like he did something about it. Anyways, back to back to the fun it. stuff. Yes. All yes. right. All right. Ch- <laughs> KFC <laughs> takes on Chick Fil A in a battle of the chicken places. Now, uh-huh. Chick Fil A is just a juggernaut. It's a good. It's really good food. Does KFC have a super cool mascot spokesperson, the Colonel? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Go He's got some cool glasses. But Chick-fil-A, though, it's you, tough. you can't it's beat tough Chick-fil-A. Yeah, not yet, at least. It's tough to take Chick-fil-A down. I'll, I'll go with you here. Chick-fil-A's good. Okay. We're getting down to the <clears> nitty-gritty <throat> on this side. you got Panera versus <laughs> five guys in an Elite Eight matchup, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Elite Eight. I'll let you go. It's tough. I, this is tough. Like, <clears throat> I like the convenience of Panera because it's close to me, and that's like a personal thing. Um, 
if I had to pick, like, regardless of price, regardless of anything, like, I would probably go five guys. But I also think it's a mood thing. Like, if I'm in the mood for a burger, I'll obviously go five guys. But if I, like, want a sandwich and some soup and, you know, stuff like that, it's Panera. But if I had to choose one, I'd probably lean five guys. And I assume you're the same. Yeah, I lean five guys because when I think fast food, I think I'm, like, getting trashed. For someone as, – as somebody that doesn't drink alcohol – this is this is like my like getting like trashed, getting shit faced. Fair. Also, so I take this very seriously. Mm-hmm. Story of five guys. The first time I had it was in Florida because there was one by my gra- <laughs> excuse me grandparents' house, and at that point they had like they only had five guys in certain places, and they like opened them up. And once there were some in Massachusetts, like it was the greatest thing on earth for me because it was like a special treat. Like I would go to Florida, and we, me and my siblings were like, "Oh, can we go to Five Guys? We gotta go!" And then they brought yeah. them here, and it was just like, "Oh, this is great." This that is great. that was like the. Like they they brought Florida to you, exactly, exactly. Without all of the, you know, Florida you don't get the fun parts. Yeah, well, you don't get like the guys with like throwing stars. Yeah, you say fun parts, I say yikes. Uh, anyways, back to the bracket: McDonald's and Chick Fil A. Uh, tough matchup here. Chick Fil A's a wagon. I'd rather have it than McDonald's. Uh, if and here's why. Here's why. Party. Here's why. Okay. All right, okay. at McDonald's. I've already given you my order back in my prime when I was slamming back over 2,000 calories in a sitting. Sure. I needed all of that to feel satisfied. I guess. If you get McDonald's, unless you really, really get a lot of food, you're probably not satisfied and full. You go to Chick-fil-A, I feel like a Chick-fil-A sandwich and fries is enough to to curb your hunger. And it lasts a little longer. I understand. To me, McDonald's is 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 a, a finals championship team. Like, like I, it, it's really tough for me to see him knocked out in the Elite Eight. And I, I love Chick Fil A, right? I respect Chick Fil A. I respect the player. But like you said, availability is the best ability. Right? Well, I got like, a Chick Fil A in my town. Yes, but like you could go to. Oh, excuse me. I have to post an article in a second. You could go to any place in the world. You can get McDonald's. You can get a burger. It's true. You can get food. You can get it for a good price. And you say, you know, you need a lot of food to feel full. Bless I bet me. you. I no bless, no. Bless I me. understand. Me too. Because of the quality of food at McDonald's, and that not to say it doesn't taste good, but like the, the substance. Yes. I guarantee you, or maybe not guarantee, but I bet all the food you get at McDonald's to fill you up is still probably a little bit cheaper than Chick Fil A. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like it, it is. It is not expensive. It is very well priced food, and like, well, actually, I will pivot. McDonald's haven't had the prime order in a while. Have not been been a very long time. Made pre COVID because it's terrible for you. It's probably the worst for you. Is the downside? But McDonald's chicken sandwich, not better than Chick Fil A's. No, but good. These might be the second best chicken sandwich behind Chick Fil A. It's It's pretty good. Popeyes, I would argue, is really good as well. I, think I like McDonald's better. I I think McDonald's is a step down from Chick Fil A, but it's essentially the same thing. Sure. Uh, now, you gave me the Panera vote, so I'm not going to contest you too much. My vote would be clear McDonald's, but if you'd like to go Chick Fil A, I'm going to go Chick Fil A. Okay, we can we can respect that. And move on. I just think it's higher quality. I, I, think... I just need the chat to know that I was a McDonald's guy in this. In this. Okay, area. that's fair. Okay. Now you've got the the final four of this side. I will fight you here. You have five guys in Chick-fil-A. I, 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 I'll put it this way. I think McDonald's 
if they had gone through over Chick-fil-A, would have gone in over five guys because of the availability really? and because of the because if we're talking fast food, like if, if you want fast food, McDonald's is the goat, and there, there's no debate. It, it it is the Michael Jordan, it is the Wayne Gretzky, it is the Michael Phelps, it is the Serena Williams of fast food. It's not the best tasting, but it is the goat. Now, since it is five guys Chick-fil-A, I will lean five guys. I also lean five guys. Okay. I, I think very rarely do I have a burger. I think they have maybe the best burger. And they give you a ton of fries. Like, they give you so much. Mm-hmm. Like ridiculous the, the problem I have at McDonald's with them not giving you enough or you feel like you need more, you don't really have that at five guys. It's not a problem. Yeah. No, Chick-fil-A I, I is legendary. I love I love chicken. Chicken's probably my favorite food. Good. Goated. But I, I can agree there. I think five guys is a strong competitor. All right. Now we're on the other side of the bracket. You've got Jack in the par- Jack in the box and what a mess Boston this Market. Is. Never had either. I've never had either of them. All right. So never had Jack in the box. However, I have had Boston Market. <clears throat> okay. Boston Market, kind of fire. Mac and cheese, very okay. good. So I, I, I wanted gonna, to try Since it. you haven't had either, I'm going to make the pick, and I'll make okay. it quick. Good, Boston good. Market. I've wanted to try it, and uh, I might have to at some point soon. Now you have Cinnabon versus Wendy's. Not even close. Love Cinnabon. Wendy's is a legendary establishment. Wendy's clears. Wendy's might go on uh, a Final Four run here. I I might agree with that. They're they're at least getting past the next round. Okay. Never heard of Steak and Shake. Yeah, no. Me neither. But you got Duncan. 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 Easy (laughs) win. Duncan Staples podcast. Yeah, yeah. You got to be going through. Now you have Panda Express and Whataburger. Mm-hmm. This side I, not as strong I, as the other side. <clears throat> no, I have had both. Whataburger, not bad. It, it is the, in my opinion, the definition of a mid burger. It, okay. it is just, it's not bad. I had it when I was in Texas. We ordered it delivered, and I was, I was drunk. Okay. Um, so it did the job. All right. Panda Express also not the go-to for Chinese food. I feel like if you're getting Chinese food, you need to get from like a local. Establishment. Oh, you're getting the local. Yeah, exactly. You have to. Um, so this is really a toss up for me. I won't really complain either way. Both, both pretty, I'll put it this way. You're not getting either of these chains. If you're getting the fast food that they serve, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Agree. I'll go Whataburger just cause okay. I like that kind of food better. We'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Now you have Arby's versus A&W. What a mess. I've never had A&W. I've never had either of these. I've had Arby's 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 gets a bad rep. Arby's isn't terrible. It's not okay. great, but it's, it's fine. So the curly fries are also good. And since I've never had A&W, I feel like Arby's kind of just has to, like, default go through. So, like. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Ar- Arby's no, is fine. No argument Ar- there. Arby's. Yeah. Arby's is fine. Now, this is a big one. Not really. But you you have. This is, like, this is your first sure. round matchup where you see, like, one of Eight, those nine, juggernaut. No, no. You have one of oh, those no. juggernaut teams play a, a low seed. Oh, okay. Chipotle wagon. Chipotle yeah. don't miss. Okay. Big fan I, I, of Chipotle. I, I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to be on the um, Jimmy John's wave because you like Jersey Mike's. But I, I, I'm i very glad you can agree here. Chipotle is fine. Chipotle, Chipotle is a staple of my diet. I have okay, Chipotle good. at least once a week. Really? Chipotle clears. I agree with yep. you. I agree. I agree. Taco Bell versus Sonic. This is not, a, a tough one. Not close for me. Just because I've had Taco Bell a lot recently. I, I like Sonic. Very mid, I, and I, I get it a decent amount too. Like I have it once every few months. Like they got go, ice cream. Sit there. They do have ice cream. Ice cream's fine, but Taco Bell is goaded. So good. Taco Love Bell Taco is Bell. a legendary establishment. Love Taco Bell. 
And not very good for you. My big no. My biggest thing for Taco Bell though is it is unique in the sense that it is the only of its kind, right? Chipotle serves Mexican food fine, but it is the only correct me if I'm wrong, and they're probably some in like California, but like for us, New England is the yeah. only fast food, you know, Mexican restaurant type place where you can get tacos or you can get to burritos or you can get your stuff. And I'm not saying it's like high quality. I really like it. I think it's good, but it it is unique to the point where I like it. And Sonic has this thing too. You drive up, it's fine. And it's a good experience. Yeah, those super cool roller skates. <laughs> exactly. At the Sonic in my town, no roller skates. They just walk. Lame. Well, that, that Wacky shit. It. That clears it. Yes. Okay, it, good. All right. What the hell? I've never had El, El Pollo, Pollo Loco. Loco. I, however, I'm a very big fan of Dairy Queen. I've had Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen's good. It's fine. I'm down. We'll Works go. for me. We, we move. All right. Boston okay. Market versus Wendy's. Get you it have out. not had Boston Market. You are a big fan of Wendy's. This one's a no-brainer. It's Wendy's. Now, I like Boston Market. Again, mac and cheese is fantastic from there. But haven't had it in forever. And Wendy's... Wendy's say, always there for you. I haven't had Wendy's in a while because I found a hair in my food a while back and it kind of scarred <laughs> me, but I, I'm feeling a Wendy's now. I think I need my need to go back and get it. Oh, no, Anyways, this is bad. Continue. All right, this is another uh, no-brainer. You got Duncan versus Whataburger. We don't even have Whataburger up here in New England. Duncan, you have one. You can throw a rock and hit one no matter where you are. Yeah, so it's got to be Duncan. It's Duncan. <laughs> Arby's versus – this is a speed run. Arby's versus yeah. Chipotle. Chipotle wagon. Easy. Clears. Arby's not even eating it. Then you've yep. got Taco Bell versus Dairy Queen. Now you like Taco Bell. I like Dairy Queen. I also, I, I can see Taco Bell being a factor. I can see mm-hmm. it. I'm not oversold on Dairy Queen, but I am a fan of it. Dairy Queen's fine. I and apologize it's good. for my voice. Oof. You're good. It's good for what it is. I just, I really like Taco Bell. And that that's my old big argument. I just really like Taco Bell. I really like the burritos. Uh, I really like the Crunchwrap Supremes. I, Doritos, Logos, Tacos are fire. Like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Dairy. I'll put it this way. Dairy Queen is what I get. And my girlfriend Zoe likes it too. She'll get like a, just a vanilla cone. Like we're on the Cape. We'll stop by. We'll get some ice cream on the way home. Stuff like that. Like, it's good for what it is. Yeah. But I feel, I just, I prefer Taco Bell in the green. All right. All right. Now you got Wendy's versus Duncan. This is a head and hands matchup. Mm-hmm. I'm having Duncan not as much anymore because now I go local. But mm-hmm. back in the day, Duncan was an everyday breakfast for me. Yeah, no, it, it, it is a commonality. This this is one of the more heavy hitters of the tournament. I'll, I'll give you that. But Wendy's has the four for four. And Wendy's does have and the if four you're for me, four. what you really do is you get two of them, make it an eight for eight. Wendy's is slowly ruining the four for four by the way why they're taking stuff out of it they say you they can't are? get this you can't get this yeah you know how you used to have like eight different burger options you get two now you can only get two what different burgers and uh just the plain cheeseburger and the plain chicken sandwich you can't get the junior bacon cheeseburger really? you can't get the blt chicken you can't get yeah no they're ruining it and they're pushing the biggie bag my theory i think they're gonna get rid of the four for four at some point isn't, isn't it like the same thing it, uh yeah but the biggie bag comes with like there's something else you get in additional in the five for five biggie bag or something. But like, I, I think they're going to slowly wean, wean out the four. It's probably four a similar deal. Bag. Yeah. It's just an extra dollar and it, it hurts. It hurts. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you lean here? This is tough. I, I this lean Duncan, but I, I also, too. Wendy's is my favorite of like the big three, like mm. McDonald's, Wendy's Burger King. 
how horrendous is it that Burger King's even in that conversation? Like, like but like, like it's always been like the the I know the three, like, I know it is everywhere. I know it is. This is, the, but that that like to me, that's the equivalent of like if Giannis had a second good brother, and then it was Thanasis. <laughs> like Burger King's Thanasis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Anyways, Burger King Thanasis. Um, I, like I think that. I also I also lean Duncan, but it, okay. it, like a, a huge respect to Wendy's. Yeah, this is like uh, both teams like dap each other up, give each other hugs after <laughs> exactly, the game, and and all the exactly. fans are okay with it. Like it's not like mm-hmm. when like the Celtics would hug Kyrie. No, this is fine. <laughs> this is like saying goodbye to Daniel Tice. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Oh, boy. Talk well, about. I, I know which way I lean. I think I know which way you lean. I love Taco Bell as well. Chipotle clears. I'll, okay. All right. I will That's easy. Chipotle then. clears. Chipotle clears. Chipotle yeah. is it for me. This is tough. These are two Sam staples. <clears throat> oh, These are I things think... I eat all the time or, or go to all yes. the time. Yes. These are goaded. I, I love me some Chipotle. Duncan is sort of its own category because it's the morning food. It's the morning um, food. It's local. It's a staple of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, Starbucks is better. Oh, that, that's <laughs> true. That's true. How many places are people saying are better than Chipotle of its kind? Yeah, I think of the Mexican food establishments, fast food. I mean, obviously, local Mexican places and like stuff like that is going to be better. Of the fast food in Mexican places, yeah. Chipotle is the best. Yeah, I think all I probably right. got Chipotle here. I think I, I got I'm I like that. You convinced me. Yeah. This finals national championship oh, game. You've got five guys who ran their side. You had Chipotle who really never had any kind of doubt. And they beat one of the juggernauts for us. <clears throat> yeah, they did. Well, these put it this way. Five guys in Chipotle respectively took down McDonald's and Duncan. That's, That's crazy. True. That like. I no, they did most. No, they did not. Five guys took down Chick Fil A, oh, yes. which took down McDonald's. I think in Mickey a Mouse, lot of brackets, if you will. sure. I I think I'll put it this way. I think a lot of brackets would have McDonald's and Duncan, especially New England brackets. Um, okay. Of these two, I, I think as crazy as it sounds, because like I think for a treat, Five Guys is great, but like I think overall, I might lean Chipotle. Eileen Chipotle, Five Guys is exactly that, a treat. Chipotle is a diet staple. You can go there and eat healthy. Probably not terrible for you, yeah. No. Probably not the worst Chipotle's for you. Chipotle's fine for you. If you eat right there, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Good ingredients. Great. Well, not and for me because I like the chips and queso when I'm a soccer. So. Uh, oh, I don't get any of that. Nope. Chips and queso are right. great. Anyways, Chipotle. Yeah, get rid of the background. I'll, I'll throw the, the, the pod thing back onto the outro. But, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Well, from – for all of March, for, we can for do March, we're going to do them. Yeah. Good time. Good time. Let us know if you like them. Hopefully you do. Let us know, you know, if you dislike our picks, a lot of them, obviously personal picks, but uh, yeah, good show. Good show. Um, We can wrap there. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. I'll do my one plug. Subscribe to the YouTube. We said at the very start of the show, we're inching towards 300 subs on YouTube. How about them Celtics? We greatly appreciate it. Uh, leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Uh, another thing I, I've come to say, you hit the three dots, you leave us a five star if you like us. And like Sam said, if you don't think we're five stars, just don't rate it. It's fine. Yeah, don't don't, don't rate, rate it. it. No need. <laughs> but uh, yeah, subscribe to the YouTube. That's my own plug. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll throw it to Sam. Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you are on the YouTube, which Jack just plugged. So make sure you go visit, subscribe, leave a like, leave some comments. I always like going through the comments myself. Usually some good stuff in there. Uh, if you're not, you're on whatever streaming service. You may be on Apple, Spotify, whatever else weird one you use. 
we're probably there. You can follow the pod. Make sure you get all the new episodes right to your feed. And you can leave us a nice rating. Like Jack said, say we're handsome. And if you're not going to get five stars, then go kick rocks and don't do it. Uh, on top of that, if you want more of us at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Facebook, you can see our pregame streams there. My God. It is just How About Them Celtics podcast on Facebook. You search it, it comes right up and we're there. On top of that, Jack at Jack Simone NBA is doing all kinds of good work at Celtics blog. You'll see all his articles get shared there. And he's also working at Heavy, but mm-hmm. Heavy's not a Twitter share. Heavy is just a grind. Put your head down. Heavy's and a grind. Punch it home. Yes, sir. Me, I'm at Sam LaFrance NBA. You can follow me there and see me complain about probably Tatum. <laughs> That's been the, the topic of it as of late. Mm-hmm. That's it for us. Bye. Check, check, go.